Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Thank you so much. I hope everybody's doing okay. Uh, Look, what a fabulous, fabulous, fabulous energy. Um, Why am I saying that? People, when I say that, are like, hello, are you not paying attention to the headlines? Are you not dot, dot, dot? Yes, I do pay attention to the headlines. And as a matter of fact, um, it's very interesting, Benny. So, Benny, let me give you the skinny first. All right. Jacob. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, we have a guest who took a little sabbatical. And then now he's coming back. The one and only Mike Murphy. Cool. (laughs) But guess what he wants to do? And I think I'm going to do it. He wants to do a show with me. And it's going to be unlike any show we've ever done, because if anybody's ever listened to Mike's show, he wants me to represent the other side of the conversation. And this is really what I've been praying for. I've been praying for the other side of the conversation. And who are the people that are willing to have that? Now, I will tell you this, that my guest today is having that conversation. So is Sharon Martin. So are many of us that have taken the healing journey the other side of the conversation. What does that even mean? Well, I'll tell you what it means when it comes to healing right now. Um, Many of you know that I've talked a little bit about the fact fact that my team has been COVID-free for three years up until recently. But what I now realize is that this is a different game. This is what people call a new normal. But I would say that's not true. I would say if you unlock ancient secrets to healing, if you go back, this is what happened to people. See, people, they woke up from their caves and they stepped out and they went and they did, what am I going to eat today? So they went and got something to eat. Then we evolved a little bit more. Then we're like, oh, okay, maybe you should build communities. Then we come together in communities and we watch the natural healing ability, but we also learn some things. And if you go back in time, so if you go back in time, I don't care how far back you want to go, just go, just go back. You can even go back to biblical times because one of the most incredible things you read from either scripture, the Bhagavad Gita, the Quran, it doesn't matter what you read it from, you find what? You find what? Oils? Egypt? Essential oils? Like oils on my feet? Like what? They put oil, what? What, where did they put the oil? Like all over the face? Like why did they just look like young for like 80 years old? But what is it? 
What is it that we are now discovering? And this is what I love about today's show, Unlocking the Ancient Secrets to Healing with Gail Lynn. Fabulous book, fabulous book. I don't know if I'm going to get to it all today, but I'm going to get to the conversation because we have got to have a conversation about this. As a matter of fact, matter of fact, before I did, just Gail, Gail, like, so her middle name is like mine, Gail Lynn, rebel. Okay, yes, dreamer, author, inventor. And here we are, she's coming. She's dreaming of making a difference in the world. And what happens when you have that, but then your dream gets shattered? See, both of us come from a place where we know how to accumulate stress at mega decibel levels. We know how to do that. But what did we learn? Why are we still here? Why are we still ticking? What is it we have? You know, what did we leave behind in our competitive careers, right? She was, she was in the telecommunications industry too, so she knows about that. But what happens? What happens when you are on the verge? Now, you all fill this in for yourself. On the verge. What are you on the verge of? Are you on the verge of a heart attack? Are you on the verge of being so afraid of something that we call covid that your stress level goes beyond the effects. Now, let me just be very clear. <clears throat> I have done a no, number of shows. Susan Denae has done them. Doc Martin has done them. We are clear, really clear about the serious nature of this. But what have we learned about these ancient techniques? What have we learned about emotion? What have we learned? And what is, what are people like Gail trying to tell us? Gail, Sharon, so many others. Why science is looking to the past for the future of medicine. Why are they doing that? Today, this show is about that. The book is about that. It's fantastic. So today, get ready for Gail Rebel Lynn. Gail, great to have you. Thank you so much for having me. That's so, that's so fun. <laughs> well, I need to really have a conversation about it because... It is on everybody's mind. And, you know, we, this show changed in 2004 for me when I came down with the mystery disease. It was a mist, it's a mystery disease. That's what people called it. I took, I got every test on the planet that like electrodes, the whole deal. But it wasn't until I saw Dr. Nusheen Darvish, a naturopath, just starting her business over here, graduate of Bastyr that we took a journey and still take it to this day. And what we discovered and I discovered is everything I thought I knew about healing had to be redefined. Everything about my energy, everything about using electronic devices that have super frequencies to help you. Everything, including my friend's daughter, a couple years ago, did an experiment as an intern, nanotechnology to zap out Lyme disease. So here's my question for you. We're talking about the harmonic eight, but we're talking about more than that. I got to know from you, what the heck happened in your journey to becoming you, to move beyond, and I'm going to go change my t-shirt during the show because I got one so similar to that. What happened to you along the way, becoming you today? As everybody here that has written everything about you, what happened to you along the way to help you to become the you of today? And what did you have to overcome to like be here now talking to us? 
Wow. Well, you got about three hours, four yeah, hours. Yeah, go for it. The, the rest, <laughs> you got the next 15 minutes, so it's all you. Okay, okay. So it, it's not easy. I mean, people think, they look at me and they go, Gail, you make it look easy. It's not easy. <laughs> it is not. I mean, I really feel like I came from really humble beginnings, but I don't think my mom really wanted me. I think there was so much fear. I really believe my parents have passed away. They passed away back to back, uh, which is a whole nother story I had to overcome while I'm developing the harmonic egg. My dad dies and 11 weeks later, my mom dies. And it's like, what am I supposed to be learning here? Because how do I push through when I've just lost my parents and that I've known for, you know, 40 some years. But when my I've had some secret conversations with my mom and she said, you know, I don't, I, I really don't think that my dad is my dad, but that's the only dad I knew. So think about, I'm living in the womb of a woman who maybe has told this man, this is your child. And she's living in fear, regret, shame, guilt. In not for nine months, you get that. In the womb, you get that. You get what your mom is going through. You lived in that body. You lived in her, her environment, what she was going through. So I remember being born in the prototype egg. I remember mm -hmm. that there was some beings, angels, if you will, whatever word you, whatever word you believe in. When I came out of the womb, I saw them rubbing their hands together and saying, she's here. Now, I just saw that in my 40s. And things, the, piece of, the puzzle pieces started coming together. You know, the, the whole childhood living in fight or flight, the alcoholic father who I love. When my dad passed away, we were good friends. You know, there was a lot of forgiveness that had to happen. We have to forgive. We have to do that. I asked my dad one time, I said, how come you drank? And he said, well, I didn't have an escape. I had a seventh grade education. I had to take care of three kids and a wife. And I worked in automotive industry. I'm a creative type. But I did the same thing every day, hitting the hammer in the same spot every day. He goes, I had to drink. But he goes, I thought I was doing the family good by coming home to drink. I didn't go out and spend my paycheck like the other guys. I came home and I drank. So he thought he was doing a good thing. So then I grow up and I'm in a Catholic church and I'm molested by the priest of the parish at 14 years old. And I'm like, okay, so walk away from God, right? It's like, what am I, what am I being groomed for? And so you think the priest is God when you're 14. Yeah. So you start, I'll start fast forwarding faster here. Working no, out. Don't, don't bother. Don't bother because I, you and I come from, I'm telling you, we two peas in a pod. You know, my experience was six, six years old in a Catholic boarding school with nuns. I thought they were the Holy blessed Mary. And yet I got beat every night naked on the lap of a nun. I mean, so I love what you're doing. Don't don't go short. Tell your story because this is why you're here and we are able to talk about what you've created because you can't get from where you've been. And my honestly, my mom was alcoholic and she was alcoholic when she had me suicide. But you don't get from where you are. And this is why I'm asking you to share your story. Do you know how many people are listening to this that have given up, that don't realize that they can step up? that think they're going to live with something for the rest of their life. That's why your story is so powerful. I want everybody to hear it. So Gail, please go ahead. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. I listened to some of your story too, with your mom who committed suicide might broke my heart when you were 11 and the police took your gift. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right? Terrible. 
terrible. It wasn't so that yeah. horrible. I mean, it was bad enough. Like I, I was okay with my mom shoplifting, but to take my birthday gift seriously, right? Who does who does that? Who does that? <laughs> I was hoping there was a good ending that you were going to remember what the gift was, and the police officer said, "Here you go, right? I'll pay for it out of my own pocket." That's what I would have done. Oh my god. <laughs> great and you know Courtney your guest Courtney was just so inspirational so oh. brilliant so brilliant I've shared her interview because she was just brilliant and I have a boyfriend now who's the chief petty officer retired Navy so oh right there you go they should yeah. connect but you know what we're talking about is how the power of your story and your journey has positioned you every single bit of it has positioned you for to create something so very important for the world we're getting we live in now but also the world we're getting to live in but your story doesn't end with that I mean, that's not the end. That's being abused at 14, did you say? Mm -hmm. that, that's not the end, right? Never. I would never give up. So, yeah, so I ended up going in automotive. And, of course, when you're molested by somebody who's 33 years old, 33 years older than you, you start being attracted to older men, right? So then everybody's like, oh, it's a, you know, father figure. I'm like, yeah, Father Brennan, not my dad, right? So I'm, I'm in therapy. No one's helping me, you know? And then as soon as I started trusting a therapist, what does she do? She goes on vacation and just ditches me. And, you know, how horrible is that? So I'm in my 20s horrible. and she ditches me. I'm going on vacation, right? In the middle of, you know, having a breakthrough. I'm like, I can do this myself. I don't need anybody. So end up getting married to, you know, an older man and he's got kids almost as, you know, they're closer to my age than I am to his age. And I see these patterns, these patterns coming along, narcissistic, sociopaths. And, and so I'm trying to inspire other women. So as hard as it was, I had to divorce him. I couldn't stay there for his kids, even though I wanted to, because I was just a kid. So I leave him and then I'm getting blamed because his kid, his daughter gets pregnant and it's my fault, not his fault, not his wife's fault. It's my fault. Yeah. So this goes on. I work in automotive, sexual harassment, the whole thing, you know, it's, it's, it's a thing, right? Good old boys network. It's fine. It's fine. And so I'm going through and I'm, I'm trying to really make something of myself and becoming an overachiever. I've got to prove myself. I've got to prove myself. Then the next thing you know, I'm in my 20s and I'm traveling all over the world and I'm, I'm going to automotive plants and I'm standardizing distribution, power distribution box processes and I'm getting accolades and, and I'm, I'm making maybe 18,000 a year and I'm doing like all these engineers jobs. And so I decide I need a raise. <laughs> Go into the HR office and he said, I'll tell you what, we'll give you a raise. I'm like, whew, okay, I'm doing like 20 people's jobs. He said, we'll give you eight cents an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Don't spend it all in one place. Yeah. And I said, I, you know, th this isn't fair, but they still, they saw me as that little girl. I was everybody's daughter that came into automotive. So I start looking for another job and I, I get this guy who comes, um, he finds me on this website. I'm in AOL, you know, with that whole dial up and everything. <clears throat> it was divorcees only. Yet later on, find out he's married. He invites me down to Texas to, you know, be with him and his wife. But he offers me a job for $84,000 a year. I got to take the opportunity. So I yeah. suck it up and I become part of the, the, 
what his dream is. And it's horrible and it makes me feel horrible. I had to get out of Michigan. I had to move. I had to leave. I had to leave that environment because I knew that there was more of me that needed to get out. But we make these sacrifices. We don't always feel good about them, but we make these sacrifices and we do these things that maybe we're not proud of, but it's okay because it's not my story anymore. We can all overcome our stories. So I get into automotive and I excel and I'm working with Verizon as their GTE. I'm in the meetings when they named Verizon. They don't even know I'm a contractor because I'm so <laughs> dedicated to the job. And all of a sudden the vice president finds out there's a contractor in these corporate strategy meetings. Get her out. And so then I got booted out of there, but it's like, they didn't even know I was a contractor. So I'm working through that. And then all of a sudden I'm, I'm married to this guy and he gets divorced and, and we're married and he goes to Egypt and he's cheating on me with an Egyptian girl. And, you know, so he's got kids, he's older than me. And I'm, and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm with exactly. another narcissist. It's a cycle. Exactly. It's a cycle. When do you break the pattern? When do you break the pattern? So I'm going through the cycle and I'm seeing it, but I can't stop it. So I'm trying to break this pattern. His son is closer to my age than I am to his age. He's sitting next to me while I'm on the phone with my husband who's in Egypt. He won't tell me he loves me because I know he's with this girl. And this 12-year-old kid is like, tell me what to tell you. Tell me yeah. what to say to you to make you feel better. Yeah. And you know how much trauma is that for him because of what his dad's doing? And he's trying to console me because he's, he loves me. We've done things together. We built model airplanes and talked about, you know, the birds and the bees. And so just trying to help him through life. And then I had a stepdaughter trying to help her through life. And, and I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah. So we go to Peru, we fly to Peru together. And he leaves me for a girl in Peru, tells me he wants a divorce in Peru. And I'm like, okay, my life is stranger than fiction. Yes, this and is like I, a movie. Right. If I presented this to Hollywood, they'll be like, no, oh, no. because this, this is fiction. You know, there's no way this is true. Do you know what I love about this, though? If I could ask you this question, because I read your book and what I was really struck by is when I think about our similarities around relationships, and I'm really talking about the second half of my life, because the first half of my life, I was just a really not good person to be in a relationship with, you know, anybody that's, you know, drinking more than drinking more alcohol than they are coffee like okay you're you're not relationship you're not relationship material there's no way but what i love about this is there are some patterns in here that i have often asked what am i doing here i love your question now i ask the spirit energy god life force universe whatever buddha whatever you want to call it Mary Magdalene is my role model, whatever you want to call it. That's what I ask. And the answer is, look, look, you, it's the way they talk to me. I don't know how they talk to you. They're like, look, had you not met all those people, every narcissistic relationship you've been in, let's recap. Had you not met number one, right? After your horrific behavior, you would not have gotten sober. Had you not have met number two, you would have not have understand the power of having the ability to pick yourself up and move to a place you want to live. 
Now, after number three, what did number three teach you in 15 years? The supreme narcissist. Spirituality. Uh, seriously. Trusting in myself. Dialing a wrong phone number and doing this. When I read this, even as ridiculous, I'm like, oh my gosh, is this going to end for her? You got to understand Egypt, Buddhism, spirituality in Peru. Have you ever thought about, and I know you have, it's in your book, all of these crazy, crazy people, experiences, narcissists, didn't they drop some gift in your lap too? What was your experience? It was hard for me to even say that because it took me a lot of years, a lot of therapy and a lot of AA meetings to get to the point where I'm like, oh yeah, like in 14 years, this is, yeah, that was, yeah. That, what'd you get? I got so much. I wouldn't change my life for anything. I don't me have either. any regrets. Um, I would do it all over again because it got me to where I am today. Um, my first ex, uh, I realized, you know, some people just are really complacent where they are. You know, I tried to get him to be a better person, trying to get him to go back to school, tried to get him to do a different job, you know, and, and didn't want it. So I learned all this stuff. I learned from my stepkids. My second ex was um, a shaman and brilliant, basically rocket scientist that worked for NASA. So when I came to him out of Detroit, I'll try to say this wrong. I would use phrases like I had went, I seen, and his mom was a literature teacher. Oh my gosh. I look at, I graduated high school only because I knew the words to a Bob Dylan song and I had to read a special poem. So I faked it. I held the paper up, but I, but I, I couldn't read it, but I knew the words to Bob Dylan, but right. But you, let me right. ask you this question because, you know, we're here today because there's genius, right? You have a genius that emerged from you. And there are three things I'm struck by. And one of them is what you're about to talk about now, because no pun intended. When you crack this open like an egg, some really good stuff comes out. And I knew you had to work hard to get to that place. But I also knew that as I read your book, The Genius, how is it that you were able to go through this? And when did the light bulb, you, you know, like, did you have a light bulb moment? I had a few, but I remember one in particular where I'm like, I'm out of here. You're, you're just crazy, right? I'm crazy. But when was your light bulb moment? Because what you've created is amazing. I think the light bulb moment was uh, 2007. Um, I had been diagnosed with uh, severe cardiovascular stress and as an engineer, okay, this doesn't make sense to me that you would just go and lie in a rectangular box with a rainbow light bulb that says Sylvania 40 watt. And I'm thinking what a joke. And I come out of the session with a balanced autonomic nervous system and my heart rate variability test. So that was just blew my mind. It didn't fit into my box, pun intended. Um, and so I thought, okay, what is this? How, how is this working? And if it can help me, how can it help so many others? And it's easy. If we're vibrational beings of light from source, from creator, from God, from Buddha, from whatever word you use, why aren't we healing with sound and light? Hello, that was yeah. my aha moment. 
But so, how ancient is that? Let's just pause because 40, wait a minute. Years? Remember when I started the show and I talked about like the cave people and then everybody came, what did they have? They had the basics, sound, they had light. We revered the light. We revered the sun. We revered reflection. We see it today, right? And then we forgot. Did we forget? Was it suppressed? Uh, we have been lied to for so it, many years. Yeah, I think it, the realization you couldn't monetize it and make yeah. a profit. That's, that's the reality of it. That that's it really is. It comes down to that. It really that's does. It I comes think. down to money. Yeah, but but we're not going to let that stop us, right? Oh heck no, heck no. I mean, so what did, what happened to you after your? I mean, honestly, what happened to you after that? I mean. Did your light bulb go on? Did your like rainbow light bulb go on and say, wait a minute, I got to, I got to create something here because yes. if you're an engineer and I'm the daughter of a mechanic, we create things. We create complex networks with multi-channel availability, right? We, so what did you do? You're like, let me create something. Well, the first thing I thought is, you know, women don't invent things and been with narcissistic men so of course i start using you know uh the technology i bought the technology that i used that helped me to balance my nervous system and then i kind of partnered up with the the uh, inventor of that so as i'm using this and as i'm being abused even more emotionally and then you know he's living with me and taking advantage and it's like what am i what am i doing again i'm now building a business for another man so this was like the third time and i'm thinking i'm not stupid and so i start seeing okay what if this box was 360 degrees of healing what if it wasn't a salvania 40 watt light bulb and it was a specific color because there's an imbalance in a chakra. And what if we could set the color to purple or to yellow? What if the music wasn't an MP3 file and it wasn't distorted and it wasn't coming up through a four inch foam pad? And what if you got the full immersion of the music and you were reclined in a zero gravity chair and you were floating and there was it was basically a portal experience and there's cellular, re cellular regeneration. We know that there were mystery schools thousands of years ago that Jesus was in and Alexander the Great was in. And that's all been suppressed because we they have taken away our power. And I thought, I'm taking my power back now. I'm going to build this. I'm building this for me. I'm taking my power back now. And I'm going to learn what am I capable of in this beautiful body that creator gave us, gave me. I love this because when we come back, I need to hear the next whole segment talking about what you created, what people are saying about it, because, you know, I'll tell you, this is the hardest thing for people like you and me. I, I'm from I'm from New York. I didn't grow up with any knowledge of anything. My dad was a mechanic, so I learned very young about all the different wrench sizes, how to change a spark plug, how to and I shared this story, my fingernails. We had three girls, no boys till my brother. So we, our fingernails were dirty, like every day to school. People thought we were being mistreated because we couldn't get the grease off our hands. But we loved it. No, I loved it. My sister's Joyce did not so much. But I loved it. I love being under there with my dad. And that experience with my dad, that was pretty much the only positive experience with my dad. 
But that one, that helped shape me. That helped me understand complex parts. When we come back, you were shaped, molded from multiple lifetimes. You're being talked to from principles that have lived thousands of years ago. And what you've created, we can no longer talk about it as futuristic and visionary because you and I have one thing in common. Energy healing and energy medicine is why you and I are even alive talking today. When we come back, we're going to hear from Gail Lynn. I want to make sure everybody has and understands the book. Gail, before we go, what is the name? Give everybody the name of your book, Unlocking the Ancient Secrets to Healing. But we're going we're gonna to let people know what you're doing, because this is where you break down on your website, why science is looking at the past. So how do people find out about you? How do they work with you? All of the above. Give everybody everything. Absolutely. So harmonicegg.com. Um, I'm not, I don't have a practice anymore. I'm not seeing clients anymore. I'm supporting the 80 center owners in the United States and the dozen of center yes. owners now worldwide. And so harmonicgang.com, you can go to the locations, all my center owners, they have access to me. So they're trained by me every Friday. They're on a call with me, open discussion so they can answer their, their clients' questions. Yeah. And the other thing is if people are interested like I get questions all the time from people. How do I start a center? How can I do this? How, I mean, women are like super entrepreneurs right now. When we come back, you're going to talk about this because you said something really important that I'm really going through now. I can't do it all anymore. I have got to get out and be in the front of this. I've got a great team. You know, Jacob, Benny, Jessica, Linda, Lydia, Anna. I mean, a great team of people. Let's talk about why this was so important for you to come out and what exactly this beautiful harmonic egg, what is it? How does it work? And let's talk about some stories of people that are not dying now. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Your own innate brilliance already lives inside of you. Come discover it so you can shine brightly in this world. Join me, your host, Adrian Cobb, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern during Wild Magic on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get answers to who you are and where you belong. To learn more about me and the show, visit MyWildMagic.com. Again, that's MyWildMagic.com. Are you having difficulty feeling at home in your own home? Join Annette Rigolo and Dr. Pat in Enlightened Environments, Optimizing from the Outside In, as they present a deep dive into the various vibrations of the earth, along with man-made energies that impact our lives. Using the diamond dousing method, we will utilize specific vibrations to elevate our own homes to support us and expand us with their energy. Join us every third Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. Pacific Time to make your home, home. Do you get stuck in that someday attitude? Living the same day over and over again with no action? The Becoming You Show, big ideas that inspire, impact, and influence your life with Leah Rowling is for you. Tune in every Friday at 11 a.m. Central on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This show will have you feeling inspired to take action with purpose and intention. For more information and to get in touch with me, visit www.LeahRowling.com. What could you achieve if you knew someone was going to ask about your progress every week? Accountability matters. Small corrections and check-ins with your goals can lead to big results in your business without you feeling overwhelmed. 
Success Magnified owner, Mary Gall, provides entrepreneurs a system of goal setting and accountability to create clarity about where you are now, your future direction, and the most effective way to get there. Book your free call at successmagnified.com today. You are made for more. I'm Coach Lisa, and I'm here to help you achieve ultimate life satisfaction. Your life matters to the world. Reimagine your future with an individualized life by design approach with my free ebook, The Five C's of Coaching Commitment, Clarity, Coachable, Creative, and Change. Find the transformation you're looking for. Go to lisabelts.com. That's L Y S A B E L T Z.com. Day-to-day living can be difficult in our world today. Most of us don't know how to live a peaceful, joy-filled existence. Learn how to break through these barriers and live a transformative life on Love and Light with me, Dr. Lisa, every day living in peace, every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To work with Dr. Lisa, visit EducationThroughEngagement.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, Benny, Benny, Benny. I don't have Gail's permission to do this. I mean, Gail tour, but I'm going to do it anyway. Gail's going to have to come up with the book. I would like to give a copy of this book away because this book is such a beautiful story. And many of you have heard me talk about just a little snippet of things here and there. But when you take a look at what Gail Lynn has done, what she's gone through, how these experiences helped, and now you're going to hear about the Hermite. You're going to hear about the egg now. But now what happens when you get plunged in the world of energy medicine like she and I did? Honestly, I thought, is this a joke, Dr. Darvish? You're sitting on a table with the thing you call the non-demed. I don't know, like somebody just put a bunch of codes in a machine. You want me to sit there for a half hour and you're telling me it's working. I don't ask that question anymore. I want all of you to know, go to harmonicegg.com. Go ahead. Facebook, Harmonic Egg. Twitter, Egg Healing. I love that. Instagram, Harmonic Egg. And now go to the website and you'll see it because we're going to talk about this as well. Benny, 1-800-930-2819. Gail Tour, this is for you. We're giving a book away right now because this book is a must read. Gail Lynn, Gail Rebel Lynn. <laughs> sorry, it's in your bio. I'm sorry. I got to put it in my bio, right? Yeah. Okay. Why would anybody, okay, I got to say this. Why would anybody, would you say buy a wooden egg? Yeah, why would anybody you, line up and, and sign up to buy a large wooden egg? They got to read your book and read the stories because that's what I want to talk about now. There is a reason why people are doing it. There is a reason when I go to your website, we have three locations right here. Kirkland, Kirkland, I'm sorry, Jessica, Kirkland, Bainbridge, and UW in UA, down university. Three centers here in our state alone. But man, isn't that the, tell us the why, because the why is what we don't understand. And we got to get this message out. Go ahead, go for it. So I didn't know why in the beginning, but I know why I love it. I know that it's helping cellular healing. So there's physical healing. That's great you know, but what about the emotional healing? What about the trauma we've gone through? What about the the different subtle energy bodies? If you believe in that, if you have something in the physical body, it's already gone through the mental body, the universal body, the emotional body, you have to heal that first before you can heal the physical body. 
So what I realized was the more sessions I did and the more physical things that quote unquote healed, I realized that the emotions were healing. I was no longer angry with the priest and my eyesight got better. Well, maybe that's because it's things I didn't want to see. Then I realized that I had dreams of drowning that in maybe in a past life I drowned. I read uh, Julia Cannon's book, Soul Speak, Dolores Cannon's daughter, beautiful work. Wow. Love, yeah. Recommend that to the highest level. But she clued me into when reading that book, if you were drowned or uh, maybe you were hung in a previous lifetime, your DNA oh. doesn't know the difference of that lifetime and this lifetime. So it brings it over. You've got to clear that. If you want to be the best person that you can be, you need to clear that stuff. So I see more traumas clearing, more physical ailments clearing. Oh my gosh, we have to heal emotionally. We're stuffing stuff down. I have a horse and when she goes through a trauma and she's scared and she comes out of it, she shakes all over, shake it off. That's we, we didn't learn that from nature. We didn't learn that from animals. We don't shake it off. We shove it down. And then we have cancer, Parkinson's, allergies, asthma, ichthyosis, uh, insomnia. We got everything. And the body doesn't know disease by name. We make up all this stuff that we stuff down and then we name it. And then we give it an address. This is my disease. Woohoo! Let's not own that. We even give it like a code. CPT like code, I, right? I, everything's got like a code, right? Every, every, every psycho like my degree is in psychology i don't practice clinical for a very good reason um but there's a code there's like a thing like if you can't find the code people can't get treated and get it paid for i mean this is what it's come down to that is not ancient science i'm sorry it's not so I felt like let's build a living technology, a living consciousness technology, because we want to make it out of wood. So each egg is made uniquely and specifically for the owner when they, when they order it. And it has its own fingerprint because it's made from a tree and every tree is different. So each egg has its own personality, has, has its own abilities, it has its own consciousness. And people started to tell me these stories. They'd, they'd go in the egg and they, they came out, they felt calm. They didn't feel depressed anymore. They, didn't, they felt like their anxiety was, was just at bay. I saw my migraine headaches of 23 years go away. I know that there's smells when people come out. And I believe that heavy metals, or, um, heavy metals can cause migraines. Oh my gosh. Uh, so you're smelling heavy metals from some of the clients you it could be uh, an old virus. So you take antibiotics for mono strep when, when we were, when I was younger, I don't know how old you are, but mono everything, strep, yeah, everything take antibiotics, they have a large particle size. So it breaks it down, but it leaves it in there. It doesn't yeah. kill it off systemically. Then what do we have later years? Then we have Epstein-Barr and we have MS. And all of a sudden you see these surges of different diseases come onto the planet. Well, where do those come from? Maybe man-made, maybe they're mutations from old viruses we never killed off systemically. So what the egg does is it goes in and it, it works on all that. It says, oh, here's the vibration of Lyme disease coming up in this client. Let's hit it with an exact opposite frequency. Let's play nice with the energies and let's get this to go dormant. All boom. these diseases, yeah, boom. boom. All these diseases are also low vibes. So you read David Hawkins' work, Power Versus Force. 
Oh my God, that is like my favorite book. You, I can't yes. believe you even mentioned that book. I love that book. Oh my gosh, that was given that. to me before I thought, you know, power versus force. I thought it was about motorcycles when they gave me the book. I'm a Har- <laughs> I come from a Harley family. I thought they were giving me a Harley book. Yeah. Uh, that book changed. That book changed my life. But look at what you're talking about. I mean, I've read your testimonials. I am alive. To, my cells stopped working. I have not really talked about what I went through for 10 years. And Dr. Darvish, Dr. Nusheen Darvish, my gosh, you took me as a patient in your small little place, cinder block building right there by the hospital. Benny, am I getting this right? Overlake? Is that right? Uh, by yes. The hosp- Overlake. By the hospital, you took me a mess. Nobody knew what was going on. Every test on the planet, everything. And you helped me live. It was a long journey because why, Gail? Because what you just said. Look, what happens when you get a sinus infection? Infection number one, antibiotic. I had more sinus infections growing up as a kid and a teenager into my 30s than most people even say the word sinuses. But what you're talking about is a way, give me the right word, because I want to talk about the science in the egg. I use the word neutralized because I know that's what my experience was with my mystery disease, which actually became known as, was one of the first cases in my state. I became an advocate. Um, I was one of the first advocates for what we call chronic Lyme disease. I took on every industry, chiropractors, Dr. Darvish and I, I can't tell you how many times we were audited and we did not give up at one point. But you see, it was discovery. You went on the path to discovery. I want to know. I'm sorry. I'm a little science nerd sometimes, right? I mean, I watched, I binged watched the Umbrella Academy. So can you, t- can you talk about what you created in the egg and how that science works. Because see, this is brilliant. This really taps into the epitome of focused energy, sound and light, right? Tell me about it. So if I get into the science, you know, I'm still even learning, but we have the scalar wave technology. We have, our body is a torsion field. So it's the um, toroidal field around our body. So what if, the egg, because of the sacred geometry, because of the golden ratio, because of the hexagon platform that I, that I kind of brought through, I didn't know why I was bringing through all these different shapes and sizes and, and geometric patterns. But then you look at Tesla's work, three sixes and nines, a hexagon is a six. You look at the, the toroidal field of the body, you look at all this stuff and you say, okay, how can we bring this together? Then you put it in a enclosed space. So scalar waves that are put on the body or, uh, you know, they go into the body and they're out in the, a big, large room or dissipating into the ether. They're not as powerful as the scalar waves of the egg because it's in this confined cubic airspace with the golden ratio, with the sacred geometry, with the body who basically all in nature is made up with sacred geometry. So you make all that together. Frequency, sound, light, vibration, color, you have then the resonant chamber and you have everything going on there. 
And the body gives off what it is ailed with. The egg can pick up with all that sacred geometry what it needs to hit the body with to neutralize it. It's somewhat magic. I don't even think there's a test that can measure that at this point, a machine that can test that. So we use a lot of pendulum and dowsers to help us to determine what is actually going on. And we, we talk to the medical doctors, the DOs, can you do some tests? Why did this person's liver enzymes normalize? Why are the liver enzymes normal? And they haven't been for 20 years. Why did this tumor shrink? Why did this happen? Why did the heavy metal load on the body after urine challenges? Why did it go down? And we don't have those answers yet. Our bodies are brilliant. They know how to heal naturally. Raise the vibration, pH, alkalinity. Edgar Casey talked a lot about, you know, alkalining the body and the, the, the cellular regeneration. I'm reading a book. Um, it's called Anna, the Grandmother of Jesus, and talks about the mystery schools and how at 60 years old, she realized how to regenerate her cells, how to bilocate, how to do these things through the mystery schools, and maybe, maybe not live to be 600 years old. I feel like I'm 52 years old. I feel like I'm a toner than I've ever been. I don't have wrinkles. What is going on? Is there an anti-aging? Dr. Grossman, who's a kind of a deity in the anti-aging world here in the Denver area, you know, he said, Gail, I wouldn't be surprised if you live to be 156 years old, because if I look at your longevity, you have the body of a 31 year old. And he yeah. actually said, be careful. You could still get pregnant. <laughs> 52. Wow. So what is going on? What it, people let's live go, long. Yeah. Let's go back and talk about this. I want to get to the caller's question that just came in. I put it in the chat. I would like you to answer that question, but I want to go back a little bit about what we discovered. Many people don't know this. Well, maybe they don't, but I watch a lot of these ancient channels, the history channel, those people, right? And one of the things that dawned on me one day as I was watching these guys talk about how everything was done in caves, how everything was glyphs all over the world, that's sacred geometry, all over the world. But they didn't go out at the beach and do like we do now every it was contained and it was contained for very good reasons they would get killed or eaten and that pattern stayed with us prayers were done in contained temples caves you know what i'm saying although we only hear about they went to the mountain they went to but before they went to the mountain where did these people pray? Where did these people gather? Where did they meditate? Egypt is known for secret chambers, right? So we are not talking about new. We're talking about something that probably because you'd get killed otherwise, or some other reason, it was exactly like you talked about. How many ancient caves, I don't care what culture it is, have special light language symbols? Right. I think right. they all do. Yeah. The, the hieroglyphs, we see them. Yeah. We just don't know how to interpret them. Th- that's there's right. temples in the Far East that they said that had such a powerful vibration and no negativity was allowed there that people could walk through and they'd regenerate limbs. Mm-hmm. Just like just walking through the temple. What is going on? There was the sun, you know, in the sarcophagus chambers and the, the chambers in Egypt and the temples and there are the, uh, the pyramids. There are more pyramids all over the world. I, when I went to Greece, they had a sphinx. They, you know, so we just don't know. 
in when I was in Greece and going to the museums, you saw a lot of Egyptian uh, history in the Greek museums. Do you want me to answer the question now? Please go for it. Yeah. So harmonica versus medbed, that is a loaded question. There's these med beds that people are saying are coming out now. And they're claiming everything from growing back limbs to healing cancer immediately. I mean, I'm not going to make those claims because you can't. Everybody is different. Okay. Not everybody is going to heal immediately because there's a lesson for us. There's a journey for us. Healing is not an event. It is a process. It doesn't just happen. So there are people that I feel they have their own healing journey and it's, it's not going to be the same for them as for somebody else. The med beds are also what I'm seeing as plastics, metals. They're very cold and clinical. I don't feel good about them. There's some kind of energy that might be programmed in them, may not be programmed. I love the harmonic egg as being a natural you know, material. It's wood, it's warm, it's acoustic. It's acoustically pleasing. The music is designed with musicians who have a high heart energy. I don't know what frequencies they're using in these med beds, but I also know that there's some beautiful people that are creating some technologies that for the, the future of medicine, which is now, and they are lovely, but we have to be doing our due diligence. We have to be discerning. We have to look at where is this coming from? What energy is in it? Because everything is energy. Look at the inventors of these technologies. Make sure that they are high heart energy, that they have a good, yeah. uh, they, they're good, they're good people because that's what we have to look at. We go to a healer and they're angry. They're going through a divorce. What do you get when you leave? You get their anger, you get their sadness. I've left healers and I'm crying when I leave. I don't know why I'm crying. Then I find out later they're sad. They're going through a divorce. They're angry. They're this, they're that. So there's so many different factors that we have to learn now as we get energy medicine on this planet, we have to learn how to be discerning. We have to learn how to choose these modalities. Some of them are going to hurt us. Some of them are going to help us. We don't know the difference yet. We have to learn. We have to learn a new way of being and finding the right modalities for our bodies, for our beautiful, beautiful bodies that are like a unique snowflake. Yeah. No one is the same. Everyone will heal differently. So the med beds, I, you know, it's kind of being put into a general category. So just be very careful um, of, you know, finding out the history of the invention of it, where it came from. Not only that, they need, you know, what I learned is you have to find out exactly where the piece parts of the material, the material is coming from, because you're right, everything has energy. And, you know, this is something to think about. The other thing is, you know, do your homework, do your research, do your comparison. I mean, if people go to your website, harmonicegg.com, everything's right there. Um, they can call some of the centers that have been open. They can see the testimonials. Um, that's what I think that, you know, I, I mean, you have to do your homework. The other thing that I like to look at too, and this is what I've learned for myself, there are just some things that just don't make good sense to me now. Now that, you know, my cells are working again, there are just some things I've learned along the way, because I'm telling you, if it was out there, we tried it. We tried everything for me. And, and under supervision of Dr. Darvish, everything from bee venom to uh, just everything. But I will tell you this, 
everybody's got to make this decision, just go and do your research, right? Um, And then when you do, you'll see that there are differences in technology, there are differences in energy, there are differences in, in how things are approached, and you have to figure it out. And people can call you. Um, I want to talk about, I know I've got about three minutes left. I want to get back to the book because the book is not just about the egg. It's about your story, but it's also about healing stories. Are you, are you in awe about how people have been able to change their lives? Every day, every day of my life. Um, the book also has references why sound and light scientifically work, but Every day I look at this large wooden egg and I say, how is this even possible that it's changing tens of thousands of lives from the center owners who are in service that we built this beautiful community of egg guardians, Uh, you know, our brand attributes are love, community, reliability, and, and integrity. And that's what we sign up for to serve the clients. And Time after time, I feel like there's a life review at the end of our lives. And there was a woman that I wrote about in the book. She was so debilitated. She used to be a runner. She couldn't even walk to the mailbox anymore. She now has a baby and the story's in the book, but it doesn't tell that she's had, she's had a baby because that story has been continued. So what if my life review is then that she has a child who has children who have children and all these lives because of the egg because of what the egg did. I just, I can't even find words to describe the humility and the blessing that it's been. Yeah. I want to thank you for joining me here today, for sure, in um, more ways than one. People can get a copy of the book. They can read your story. They can go to the website. They can call you. They can call the centers. I want to thank you for all of that. Um, I want to thank you for telling the raw truth of your own journey, because what I'm learning is, you know, I grew up very private, a lot of secrets in my family. As a matter of fact, I just shared one recently, finding out my grandfather was born in Brazil. That was a secret. Thank you to Ancestry. Um, But here we are today. You're out there. You shared it. You have much more to share. What's your personal message, Gail? What would you love to leave all of us with today? And thank you so much for not being shy about being a rebel. You know, the more I grow and the more I, you know, realize what's happening in the world, I have to be real. I want to inspire people. I want to leave a message for people to to feel like if I can do it, they can do it. Because if I can do it, anybody can do it. You just, how bad do you want it? And I feel like we need to start listening to our bodies and tuning into our bodies. That's the biggest message I'm trying to educate people. Stop giving away your power. You go to the doctor, tell me what's wrong with me. You know what, you know what's wrong with you. You tune into your body and you tell the doctor what's wrong with you. You don't expect the doctor to tell you what's wrong with you. You know what's wrong with you. Tune in, listen.